You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. This is Locked On Hornets, your daily podcast on the Charlotte Hornets and the NBA. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Search your podcast app for Locked On to get podcasts on the NBA, the NFL, fantasy sports, and Super Bowl coverage. Make sure you're tuned in to Locked On NFL, Locked On Eagles, and Locked On Patriots for all of your Super Bowl coverage. It's Super Bowl week. Everyone's excited. All sports fans love the Super Bowl. This episode is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. That's a place where you can go and bet on the Super Bowl using our promo code LOCKEDON. You're going to get an instant 50% bonus on your first deposit. I'll tell you more about that in a few minutes. But first, I have to say this. I'm Doug Branson. We're here in the Gittimer.com studios in BEA beautiful Uptown Charlotte on this Thursday after a Hornets win, a big win in terms of the scoring margin and in terms of they need every win they can get. And I'm joined by my good friend. He's been covering the Hornets since they were the Bobcats on AtTheHive.com. The man, the myth, the legend from the mean streets of Cotswold. He's out on the streets right now. Hide your kids. Hopefully all the kids are safe. It's David Walker. The big game, Doug. The big game's coming up. You know, if you don't like have permission, you oh, yeah. can't call it Whoops. the Super Bowl. I think I did. Cool. I'll bleep, maybe I'll have to bleep it out in editing. Super Bowl. We'll call, it like super, we we'll call it the super. Right? We'll call it the Super Bowl. Yeah, you can call it. Maybe that's an old thing. Anyway, good morning. No, it's no, it is. It's the the commercial. You always hear the commercials. Do you have your TV for the big game? Right. I'm surprised no one's purchased the big game. Then you'd have to call it like the big contest or something. You know what I mean? I do. I do know what you mean. I used to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got a we got a great win to talk about. The Hornets beating the Hawks. Uh, final score on that one was 123 to 110. Big offensive night for a lot of players, including Kimball Walker. 38 points, nine made three pointers. That's a franchise record. He started by getting a career high eight, and then he did one more. We'll get one more. Nine. Franchise record for Kimball Walker, who continues to uh, climb. I'm not going to say he's continuing to walk up the record books. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say he's continuing to climb the Hornets record books and stealing franchise records from Del Curry, who has to like talk about torture, David. Del Curry in the booth has to watch all of his records fall in slow motion. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> he's you taking know, I wonder. He's taking it all in stride, but at the same time he has to sit there and just take it. <laughs> And not only that, Eric Collins is sure to remind him every time another <laughs> one of his another one of his records falls, as if uh, as if he wasn't keeping track by himself. You know, Eric Collins is. Well, the, what was the there was a record that he broke last night that he said maybe it was like five and a quarter was a franchise record as well. I think he had five in the third, and Eric Collins made the comment like that's that's the one record that Kimball Walker broke that that he wasn't breaking Dell's record. And Dell was like, hey, yeah. <laughs> thanks a lot. Hey, you know those records you broke that were yours? Here's one that wasn't. 
Oh, what a, what I don't. You know, it's uh, this is a kind of a loose show because I don't have a rundown. You know, usually, you know, I have segments planned and I have rundown. I take this. Not that I'm not taking this episode seriously. Right. It's just we had a lot to talk about. So I was like, you know what? We're just going to loosen the reins a little bit. We're going to talk Loose about whatever we want to. And I want to continue talking about this Hawks game because I think there are a lot of implications from this game that we can talk about. It. But first, I just have to say how ridiculous the professional league that we cover is, David. Because I woke up this morning to two things, and I can't decide which is more ridiculous. The first is this Chris Haynes report. I don't know if you've seen this this morning, David, but Mm -hmm. ESPN sources, LeBron James could meet with the Golden State Warriors during free agency. Stop it. All right. That's enough. I'm not even going to read the article. I know that's (laughs) that's like the thing to do. Read the headline, not the article, and then comment on it. I'm not really going to comment on it. All I'm going to say is that I really want to know how this sausage gets made. How a report like this comes out. And how every season we go through this with LeBron James and whatever team he's on. It's like just so many things. There's there's always the, the tension between LeBron James and the coach. It, it, will the coach stick around? There's the LeBron James wants to trade for other players and then doesn't get the player that he wants. And then there's questions about the defense. And then it's like, will LeBron James join Super Team X? Like we can check that one off the list. And then and then the Cavs win the Eastern Conference. Right. <laughs> like all of these things always happen and and all of them point towards the Cavs falling and LeBron James not making the finals finally. And then LeBron James makes the finals. It's always yeah. Happens. It seems like it seems like that's the rotation we go on. I mean, how do you approach this, Doug? Where do you where do you come in from this? Now you didn't read the article, but is this? Uh, I approach it from again. I want to know how this sausage gets made because I don't mm-hmm. I don't think that this has any chance of actually happening. There's just there are too many moving parts. There are too many roadblocks to making this happen. That. I just I just can't see it in my mind. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Doesn't mean that it's it's impossible. It's right. just so highly improbable. But listen, the Golden State there's a there's an amount of hubris that comes with having four or three Hall of Famers in in Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson, and then going out and acquiring Kevin Durant. There's right. an amount of hubris there. That, that I could believe that the Golden State Warriors would be around a table going, yeah, we can get LeBron. Yeah, go ahead and bring LeBron. Yeah, why not? Sure. So I believe that, it, that, that the thought has happened. What I, what I don't believe is that it actually could happen. So that's ridiculous thing number one. Ridiculous okay. thing number two is uh, Dane Carball tweeting this gif of our man Zach Collins, a.k.a. the Big Cricket, and mm-hmm. he's I know you haven't seen this, David, so I'm gonna describe it to you. He's he flashes this is in celebration of what I imagine is a a, a Portland Trailblazers three. He flashes his fingers in the air, finally making them into the you know, the three symbol, and then right. sort of it, it does kind of look like Dane Carball makes the joke like, yo, what gang is Zach Collins in right now? <laughs> but it does kind of look like he's flashing uh, sort of old school gang symbols, but then he turns oh, really? it into what I can only describe as 
the most the most beautiful dab I've ever seen. It's a dab with the most oh. flourish that I've ever seen. And it's the softest, it's the most elegant dab that I've ever seen. It's a beautiful, he's almost like voguing. You remember voguing Madonna 90s? Of course. Yes, of course. He's almost voguing this dab. I mean, it is a it is a choreographed, beautiful, almost ballet. It's like dab and ballet mixed together. Zach Collins. It's beautiful. I got to say, ridiculous. if you... If you asked me which of the two would be more likely, uh, LeBron going to the Warriors or Zach Collins bringing back the dab, I think I'd go with LeBron going to the Warriors. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I saw either coming, but uh, now, now that this has happened, one has happened, you know, get ready for the super team, I guess. Hey guys, the big game is here and it's time to cash in big and bet the game at mybookie.ag. If you haven't checked them out, this is the perfect weekend to get in on the action. If you have a hunch maybe about who's going to win the coin toss or what color the Gatorade uh, the winning coach is going to be wearing at the end of the game, you know they have all of these prop bets, David, that you can check out mm-hmm. here oh, on yeah. mybookie.ag. And the prop bets are fun. We should do prop bets, oh, David, yes. for this show. Like yes, how many times say. will you put yourself on mute? <laughs> oh, I thought you meant for the big game. No, not for the big game, for the big podcast, for our podcast. Like how many times are you going to put yourself on mute? How many times is Nick going to laugh at something? We could do prop bets for this show. We should look at that for tomorrow for Fun Friday. Anyway, yeah. don't just watch the game. Lay down some money and be part of it. Join us and thousands of online players who are going to start betting at mybookie.ag. I haven't started. I've been betting at mybookie.ag because they are the industry-leading online sportsbook, and the players enjoy the fastest payouts in the business when they win. I would only recommend a service to you that's been good to us and our listeners. We get a lot of feedback about mybookie.ag. It's all good. That's why I urge you to make your way to mybookie because you win and they pay without any hassle. You're basically wasting your time if you're betting anywhere else. They have in-game live betting, so you can place a game even after the big game kicks off. Join now and score free cash to place your Super Bowl wager on the house. Right now, my bookie is giving away up to $1,000 for every new player. Sign up today to score an instant 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's right. If you join with $100, you'll get $150. To play with, use our promo code locked on. That's locked on. You have to use a promo code to activate the offer. You play, you win, you get paid. I'm laughing, David, because you good? You good? <laughs> I'm laughing because I went through that whole promo and this big game, big game. And so I was like, okay, say the big game. Don't say, don't say Super Bowl. Don't say the the, the SB word. And then at the end of the read, the Super Bowl's in the read. Uh, that's what I'm saying. You're good. It's tough. Is he even? Man. They're confused. Everybody's confused. Can I say it? Can I not? It's like it's uh, the the game that the name shall not be spoken. Okay, let's talk about an actual basketball game that happened. The Hornets get a win. The other big game. This was a big game. Yeah, the Hornets get a win, one twenty three to one ten. Not a lot of defense on either side for this one, but Kimball Walker, the big story, twelve of 20, 38 points, and of course that franchise record setting nine threes. He added six assists and two rebounds. Kimball Walker, over the past 10 games, David, has been pretty amazing. He's scoring 24 points per game. He's shooting 42.5% from beyond the arc, 53% when he's on the road. His, uh, his, why, I mean, what's going on here, David? Why is his game stepped up all of a sudden? 
Well, we looked at it when the rumors of the trade rumors came out and he had a little bit of a dip right around then. So right. maybe just some of that has settled in, you know, maybe he's just gotten a little more comfortable. Maybe he's gotten over it or maybe it was just you know, a bit of a slump. I mean, Kemba goes through these things. He's playing a ton of minutes. Let's not forget he's playing the Hawks as well. So that bodes well for him. So, you know, Kemba is going to do what Kemba does and, uh, you know, maybe just getting out of Charlotte getting on the road there wasn't a lot of energy i wouldn't say that 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 it, that building was filled with energy last night would you so he could maybe get himself going and just worry about scoring that's a good point on the on maybe the trade rumors sort of settling in baking into yeah. his thought process that is a point that i did not make when i was on espn 730 and now i'm kicking myself i'm like yeah why didn't ah. i gah, why didn't i mention Call that back. I'm going to call him back. Hey, guys, I forgot to mention uh, these these trade talks. They've kind of settled down, and maybe that's why Kim is settling in. No, but I mentioned, you know, the wrist injury. Maybe he's finally feeling feeling good. I mean, that's that sort of knocked him off. It seemed to knock him off his axis so much that maybe he's finally starting to settle in there. And I'll also say, too, David, and I forgot to mention this as well. See, this is why you oh. listen to the podcast, because I forget to we mention don't. so many things on the radio. But uh, also, he's getting a lot of help now. Like Dwight Howard has scored 20 plus points in four of the last five games. You got Nick Batum with a triple double last night, 10 points, 10 assists. Props to Steve Clifford for leaving the starters in, helping Nick Batum get that final assist, making the play call there. That's why the players love him. He gets it. He understands. Budenholzer was like, you son of a. Uh, but 10 <laughs> points, 10 assists, 11 rebounds for Nick Batum. Kimba's finally getting some help, not necessarily from the second unit all of the, t- all of the time, although Trevion Graham played well on this one, but but he's getting more help, and I think that's always going to be- benefit Kimba Walker, both from a mental aspect of like, hey, some other guys are kicking in, i got to step up my game, but also from a physical aspect where he doesn't have to do so much so early and he can sustain his play. Yeah, maybe also he's looking at that all-star bid that's open, you know. Uh, Adam Silver's milking this thing. We haven't heard anything on the replacement yet. What's going that, on with that? What's so up with that? Let's talk about I, well, that. Let's they, let's they, deviate because I have no rundown. Let's just deviate yeah. from this game for a second because you brought it up. Let's talk about this all-star situation. Yeah, so, uh, so John Wall gets injured, and Andre Drummond is almost instantly declared the – like I couldn't even, I couldn't even argue about it on, on Twitter, on online. You heard about right. online? I couldn't even argue about it there. On the line. <laughs> Before Andre Drummond was declared the the replacement. But we've been waiting, what, almost a day? That's like an eternity. I'm like, really oh, my God, my life is like wasting away. Like, give me give me this decision, Adam Silver. And, and what it tells me, David, what it signals to me, I think, if I had to make a guess, an educated guess, maybe even – some speculation, I would say that if Adam Silver, as has been talked about or reported, really defers to the coach's vote when he's making these selections, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That maybe the the coach's vote for Kimball Walker, for Goran Dragic, or for Ben Simmons, some combination of those three, was really close. So now all of it, maybe there was a tie even. Again, rampant speculation here. But if that were the case, then Adam Silver actually has a decision to make. What do you do, David? Right. That's the question. I've got a couple of things I think are playing factors. One, this involves the Cavs. So nothing can be easy. (laughs) Everything must be drawn out. There has 
to be drama. I think that was in the collective bargaining agreement. There must be drama involved in any Cavs situation. Number two, there weren't a lot of games last night, Doug. Um, and so maybe he wanted to have everyone play another game or something. I can't imagine. I can't imagine that. No, it's because that crazy, would that would that would just put Adam enough. Silver into sort of a human being type of fan type <laughs> of role. Like he's he's us sitting there going, well, Kimball Walker really really put in his final dot on his resume, and I just can't. I don't see Adam Silver as a as a flesh and blood human being. I just I yeah. see him as sort of a <laughs> a lawyerly leader that just makes sort of robotic analytical decisions. And right, right. so that would you that's I'm sorry, I would have to suspend too much disbelief to okay. believe that Adam Silver is looking at one game. Well, lastly, maybe they were just waiting on final medical word and maybe that was already out and I missed it. But it seems like the John Wall was a definitive, you know, um, result. And, maybe. and I didn't see as much from love. Maybe they're just waiting on the final, final word. So we should I would think you would hear something today because it's been kind of out there at this point. So who do you think? I mean, do you do do you like Kemba? Do you like Ben Simmons in this situation? Where's your where's your head at right now? Yeah, I've got bad news for Kemba. I think it's gonna be him. Uh, you convinced me yesterday, and, and in reading up on it, I think his numbers are just better than Dragic, and I think Simmons, even though as much as they'd like to have him in, uh, Kemba's been really really good for a team that is not very good, but he has now been an All Star one time, and I think they would give him the nod but uh like i said you think the same thing well i oh, i said so yesterday that i think it will be kemba because i think right. ultimately they're going to land on the veteran but i think yes. it should be ben simmons because he's he's averaging 16 7 and 7 right now plus he's adding in a steal and a block per game i mean he's doing everything on a team that uh, has that has already a pretty big presence in Joel Embiid and an all-star starter and a team that's that's struggling right now. They've lost three in a row, but they are 500. They're in the, they're in the playoffs at present. And, and Ben Simmons has been a big part of that. And by the way, he's 6'10 and playing point guard, like he's doing amazing things and he's doing it for a team that's winning basketball games right now. And this is no slight to Kemba because I want to say this, and I did say this on the radio that the margin between Kemba and Ben Simmons is really, really slim. And, and, and that's why I think it will be Kemba because I think this comes down to what you value or what coaches value or, or even what Adam Silver values. Do you value sort of the overall statistical contributions that Ben Simmons is making to a basketball team that's in the playoff conversation? Or do sure. you value someone who is A, a veteran, B, a former All-Star, See a player that is probably more important to his team than any other player is important to their team apart from LeBron, LeBron. James. Right. Yeah. Like 18 so Kimball Walker when he's on the floor the Charlotte Hornets are 18.5 points per 100 possessions better. And and a game usually comes down to 100 possessions. So we're talking about 18.5 points per game better with him on the floor than with him off the floor. That is incredible. That's nearly 20 points. Do the math. That's nearly 20 points. No, you do it. Yeah, fourth speculation here. I'm going to say MJ calls up Adam Silver. Uh-oh. And maybe gave him some pause, some some thinking to do. So and then Adam Silver's like, bro, you try to, you're trying to trade him. 
Like you, you want, you're now you're caping for him. Like pick one. Well, so that's the other thing around this, Doug. Do you think this Kevin Love situation pushes the Cavs hand a little bit, forces their hand a little bit to make some move they may have not made normally? Uh, and I'm not sure that the Kimball Walker for Isaiah Thomas. Oh, can we get into some conspiracy theories? Could there be maybe maybe Adam Silver is waiting because Kimball Walker Mm -hmm. still is Mm -hmm. in trade discussions and you don't Mm -hmm. want to select someone and then have that player immediately traded right before the All-Star game? Wait, where's my X-Files? I got to find my X-Files music. There we go. Let me say it again. Yeah, the conspiracy would be that Kimball Walker is on the verge of being traded. This oh is not this is not fact. I'm not reporting anything. Just let me disclaimer. No, but I think we're I think we're getting down to the I think we're getting under the crust at this point. We're getting to the gooey center. Right, right, right. We might be onto something. Right, right, right. So the conspiracy would be that that's why it's taking so long because Adam Silver doesn't want a player traded right after he's selected to be an all-star. What kind of message would that send? Hey, you're an all-star, but you're also you're moving to another team because you're not valuable enough to, to the team that you're currently on. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, what and jersey you, do you wear? I guess you wear the new team's jersey. But you got the all-star bid because of the team that you used to play for. God, there's just so that, many things. Now, that would fit MJ's promise of not trading him unless he got an all-star in return, would it not? <laughs> if he got Isaiah Thomas back. No, he meant – no, what – no, see, that would give him an out because then he could say, yeah. no, what I meant yeah. was – that I would He's only trade all-star. him if, in return, he became an all-star. Adam Silver, <laughs> Adam Silver, uh, w- lived up to his end of the bargain, and so then I traded. <laughs> That's you missed. It. See, it was a misquote, is what it was. All right, out of context, of course. All well, right. I'm just shocked. I'm just shocked. We discussed this yesterday, and we were sure that by the time people heard it, the selection would have been made. I gotta feel like that's going to be the case today, man. If it goes on too much longer, then we're starting. I'll be really worried if it goes on like past today. I don't know why, but I'll be worried. Okay, short break, and then we're coming back, and we're going to talk about implications of this Atlanta Hawks victory, what it means for the Charlotte Hornets playoff hopes. So stick around. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Locked On Hornets podcast. Here on Basketball Reference, one of my favorite things is the nicknames they have listed for people. Take a guess at what Zach Collins' nickname is. Uh, the, the Big Cricket. Doug. Doug. That's a really good. How am I supposed to compete with the Big Cricket? <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Get more Hornets analysis on LockedOnHornets.com. Zach Collins, the big cricket. Doing you gotta see this tweet. If you're not following us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, what are you doing? W-Y-D, as the kids say. I need to give out a W-Y-D award after every game. Because it seems like there's one player from the Hornets that deserves it every game. That'd be kind of mean, I guess, but what are you doing? A what are you doing award? Like, what are you doing? There's a couple, yeah, there's a couple nominees you could have each each game. A few more things I want to discuss from this game. Frank Kaminsky obviously gets the start. That was a big story. Marvin Williams out with the the uh, sprained ankle injury. Shouldn't keep him out a significant amount of time, but we certainly could see Frank Kaminsky start again on Friday when they play the Indiana Pacers back at home. That's going to be a huge game. I mean, they, they have they absolutely have to get a win over a 
winning basketball team. They they are since Christmas, they only have two victories against teams with records at 500 or above. That was the win against Golden State right after Christmas and then the blowout against Washington a little over a week ago. And you know, they've only had eight games against those type of teams, so that you know, we talked about the schedule getting softer, but at the same time they're going to have four games against Philly. They've got three more against Indiana, including Friday. They got to start. They got to start beating some teams that you know are are actual playoff contenders if they have a chance of getting in the playoffs, and if they have any chance of surprising a team in the first round. <clears throat> Doug, can I be honest with you? I had a conversation with my friendly UPS office worker the other day, and she mentioned the Hornets beat the Warriors. And at the time, I was like, "What is she talking about?" <laughs> I had to, <laughs> and then you just mentioned you just mentioned it, and I was like, "Oh my god, that did happen!" That seemed like so long ago. I'd completely forgotten about it. Um, but what a night that was! <laughs> You're right. They need wins, but yeah, to show they could put up a little fight they need to beat they need to beat some quality teams i mean doug ma'am, in all these ma'am games. what are you ma'am, talking listen i host I, a hornets podcast and that is the most ridiculous thing i've oh wait they won oh they did i mean i, I let it go oh but i was racking my brain i was like was that at home <laughs> when did that happen that that should have been a bigger story because it's because david you spent too much time being a debbie downer about this team you're right you are debbie downer <laughs> Now I'm going to go over there and, and give her a high five or something. Oh, man. Yes. So, Doug, what do you think the chances are? First of all, chances we see a thank you, Lance Stevenson video like the Hawks gave Dwight Howard last night when, when the Pacers come to town. Zero. Five percent? Zero. Especially after that, the the the, the pass that made oh, the yeah. highlight reel where it was Lance yeah. dancing. No, I think that's, that's zero. Let's do another bobblehead, though. Let's do another Lance bobblehead. Why not? Let's do a Ryan Khalil Why bobblehead. Not? Let's just do all the bobbleheads. I want a bobblehead every night. Lance's power seemed to be their greatest when he's actually playing in the state of Indiana, specifically in that building. So maybe he won't have the opportunity to do one of those fancy moves when he gets back in Charlotte. But yeah, you're right. I mean, these are the games they, they need to get in. Um, That's the thing. 123 all, points against the Atlanta games. Hawks like that. Yeah. It's impressive that, that all of the starters were on the same page. I think that the, the team is finally starting to find some creative ways to get Dwight Howard early looks at the basket, good looks at the basket, uh, and, and he's playing offensively more efficiently than he has all season. He's playing more effectively and uh, doing what he's being asked to do on the defensive end, as we talked about last episode. And, uh, you know, he's... I just think, you know, tw- look, if you can get 20 and 10 out of Dwight Howard every night, how, how can you complain about that? I don't think you can, well, and I don't think most people well, are. So th- right. that's been a positive for the Hornets. I think if they can keep that going, that's outstanding. But but 123 points against the Atlanta Hawks is not a big deal to me because Atlanta struggles defensively. That's the thing. But what worries me is they couldn't lock down their defense. They also allow 110 points, and they allow 50% shooting from uh, from the Hawks, Ilyasova goes five of ten. Kemp Bazemore goes eight of eleven. Dennis Schroeder was penetrating at will, uh, six of fourteen. If, if the Hawks had knocked down a couple more threes in the late third quarter, early fourth quarter period, they kind of went cold, and that's when the Hornets were able to make their run. But if they had done that, this could have been a close game. This could have been one twenty three to one twenty one. 
So that's oh, what they, like they, they can't they've got to be able to get their offense and their defense on the same page in a game. Really hasn't happened, I think, since they lost that close game against Miami. Or really the and then the win after that against Sacramento when they had their offense and their defense playing well at the same time. And even in that game though, they let them back in, you know, right at the end. Uh, I think it was it was close towards the end of that game. So <clears throat> yeah, I mean, um, they've got some things going now. I think one, obviously, you Which, like let, let me stop. Let me stop you there, David, because okay. that's that's a good point. We've seen that a lot. Teams coming back on the Charlotte Hornets, especially mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter, and right. if they're a good team, they get the win. If they're a bad team, the Hornets have usually been able to 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 put them to bed. Um, <laughs> what was the tweet that you had last <laughs> night? You will, <laughs> I will put you to sleep. Go to sleep, or I'll put you to sleep. Okay, so they've been able to do that to bad teams. But the thing is, like in the NBA, all really all yeah. thirty NBA teams can make runs. Like that's a that's a thing. Like there's just there's yeah, all the yeah, teams have coming. have the best talent in the world. You know, respect mm-hmm. relative to the to the rest of the basketball players on this earth. So like they have the ability to make a run. What's happened to the Hornets, though? I think is that their offense just completely is in effect. Like if if a team makes a run and they're playing really well on offense and they're hitting shots and you're defending them well enough. It's sort of like what happened early in the season against like a Toronto uh, when when they were just hitting everything and knocking down shots over good defense. Like if DeMar DeRozan just gets hot, like that's a, that's a thing you can live with. Like you can go to bed at night. But when, when your team just completely collapses offensively, can't get a good shot, Taking you know, it's just one-on-one possession after one-on-one possession, no ball movement. That's been the disappointing thing about the Hornets' late-game performance. So that that can't continue, and it certainly can't continue against Indiana tomorrow night. Oh no way! And we you'd hope to have Marvin Williams back. I don't know. Have you seen any predictions on his return for for tomorrow night's game? We should hear something today, I would assume. No word. They don't practice time. today, so we may hear something. It could. I, I imagine it's going to be a game-to-game, like game-time decision. Does he get around and shoot around? How does it feel after shoot around? That kind of thing. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll hear more word, I think. Probably, if we hear anything, it'll be after 10 a.m. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. it could be still closer to game time. And then also there's this other thing that's looming around the Hornets that I think we should talk more about on Friday or perhaps early next week, and that's the return of Cody Zeller, which could happen during this next uh, road trip that they have. Th- this road trip that is going to help close out the pre-All-Star break period for the Charlotte Hornets is brutal. You, they go out west, and then they have two back-to-backs – that are sandwiching a two-game or a two-day rest. So it's back-to-back, then two days rest, and then another back-to-back. That's going to be tough. And you're out west, you're on the road. So this this it's going to be a bumpy ride here into the All-Star break. But the Hornets, uh, they, they do play some uh, games against winnable teams. Uh, yep. Phoenix, Denver's in there. So I don't know. Hold on. Can this team get the offense and the defense to play well in the same game? Can they get late-game offense against teams that are better than the Atlanta Hawks? The Atlanta Hawks were completely out of gas. They remembered they needed the tank at the end, for sure. Um, I would like to close with a dramatic reading of Miles Plumlee's (laughs) statistics. Miles Plumlee, of course, was on the Charlotte Hornets last season, was traded for because of the lack of center depth on this team last season. Had a big contract was tough to get because of the big contract was tough it was 
probably going to be even tougher to move. And then he was injured, only played 13 games. They did move him in the offseason, acquired Dwight Howard, who again had 20 points, 12 rebounds last night. Here's how we're going to end this show. We're going to have a dramatic reading of Miles Plumley stats. Minutes played, 9-24. One of two from the field, 50%. That's good. Four rebounds, one assist, two turnovers, one personal foul, two points. It's a dramatic reading of Miles Plumley stats. And I'll tell you what, it seems a lot longer than nine minutes, I'll tell you that much. Thanks for listening. That's what most people say about this show. Thanks yep. for listening to Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks to our sponsor, mybookie.ag. Make sure you're logging on and betting on the big game, the Super Bowl. <laughs> There's a 50% bonus on your first deposit if you use our promo code Locked On. You play, you win, you get paid with mybookie.ag. Thanks to David. Thanks to everyone that's just listening and watching this show and supporting us and following us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets and subscribing on iTunes and Stitcher and Overcast. And a special thank you to those who this season have told a friend about Locked On Hornets. Uh, A's, you know, go out there and save a Hornets fan life. You know, this season has been tough. It's been tough to talk about. It's been tough to watch at times. And they haven't been going on losing streaks. They've been winning one game, losing one game. Uh, but there's a lot of talent on this team, and it's just been tough to watch them struggle in the way that they've struggled. But we hope that this show has provided an outlet uh, for some of that. We, we try to have fun. We try to cut through the frustration and enjoy this game of basketball that we love, and we're going to continue to do that through the end of this season. So for David, I'm Doug saying, Go Hornets, go America. Let's swarm Charlotte.